Welcome to this week's CoinGeek Conversation. I'm talking to Zdravko Laborek, who helpfully calls himself Just Zed. His business is REM Loyalty. Based in Vancouver, it offers other businesses a loyalty scheme they can give their customers. It uses blockchain technology, and its tokens can be converted into Bitcoin SV, as well as other cryptocurrencies. I asked Zed to explain how it works, partly because it's an interesting example of the process that's being talked about a lot, how Bitcoin will increasingly be integrated into businesses in a way that doesn't require the end user to know anything much about it. You're listening to CoinGeek Conversations with Charles Miller. So, so thank you very much for doing CoinGeek Conversations. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, so let's start by finding out what exactly is REM loyalty. Okay, well it's a rewards program. Um, it is built on blockchain and the reasons we did that I'll get to in a sec, but it's a business to business rewards program. So if there's a business out there that's selling a service or product and it wants to engender greater loyalty amongst its client base or build its client base, they sometimes want to reward those people um, and REM loyalty is one of those programs. But they're, they're rewarding a business rather than individual customers. Well, they're rewarding their clients. So I would normally, so REM loyalty, we deal with that business and we provide them with a platform to, uh, to give rewards points uh, and redemption opportunities to their clients. So it's like a sort of off-the-shelf loyalty program that Correct. you sell to Yeah, people, right? not every company has its own loyalty rewards program. Some do, like if you think about some of the bigger brands, like for example Starbucks and so on, they'll you know, give you a cup of coffee when you buy 10 and some of those are, are quite common. Airlines do as well. But we're what we call a multi-brand loyalty program and you're right, it's off the shelf. So you can come to us and all of a sudden you can start providing lots of reward opportunities for your clients. And if I'm a REM loyalty customer, uh-huh. uh, is it branded by the people that I'm getting it through or is it a loyalty program between all those different companies that are using it? Well, what is it? It's still branded REM, so you're actually going to get a REM. And coming back to the okay. point, why do we build on blockchain? There's, there's a couple of reasons, so I'll answer the question starting with that. Um, some of the biggest programs, you know, the biggest problems in loyalty rewards that people complain about is that their points expire, they can't transfer them to other people, they don't convert to cash. Well, when you build your loyalty point actually onto the blockchain and turn it into a form of cryptocurrency, all those problems go away. I always say the REM will outlive us. <laughs> It'll be there when we pass away. Right. You can transfer it to whoever you want. We have deals in place with MasterCard and Visa so you can convert them to cash. It basically gives the clients uh, or customers of my clients all these opportunities to spend and use rewards in ways that they haven't before. Now, you can, you have in the past obviously been able to use rewards programs between different businesses. Correct, yeah. Uh, I remember. Uh, ages ago when I was a child we had a thing called green shield stamps right right and you could collect them and if you collected them from lots and lots of different garages and shops and whatever uh, after about two years you could buy a toaster no you could get a toaster for free <laughs> <laughs> that's right because you earned those yeah, yeah. points from so yours is similar in yeah. that I can get my rem loyalty points yes. from many different sources correct we don't tend to create um competitions so for example if we were to sign up one great big chocolate shop we're not going to probably sign up the great big chocolate shop next to it as well so we're trying to create a marketplace of an environment that rewards our clients customers but at the same time gives the customers a lot of different choices um, now we're global so it's kind of easier to, to sign up clients in lots of different locations but as a customer mm-hmm. 
what currency do I believe my points are being held in? Well, you're getting REM, so that is what your reward point is. You actually get them in REM dollars, and that's what you're getting. Right, and so you've invented a name yeah. for, for the value. Yeah, and that is actually traded as a cryptocurrency as well. You, I oh. mean, you could actually buy the REM, but of course the smartest way to do it is just to earn them by getting rewards points. So, we so, have, so what is the relation between REM, the cryptocurrency, and BSV, Bitcoin SV then? Yeah, well that one fits in pretty easily because um, on our platform when you go in and you're redeeming the, the REM and you want to spend it on something, we give you a lot of choices. So they're fairly interchangeable and there's uh, about half a dozen cryptocurrencies, the bigger ones that we use, and you can just, as you go through the marketplace, convert one way or the other. So REM, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, um, BSV, uh, and WSD, the white standard uh, stablecoin, they're the ones that just interchange when you're in our marketplace right. on the app. That's it works pretty seamlessly. But apart from providing that uh, ability to convert into mm -hmm. a cryptocurrency, you are actually using the blockchain within your system. Is that right? We do. Yeah, it's just it's made things a lot more efficient. But I mean, a that's faster. a separate matter, I guess, isn't it? You could have, you could have just offered the chance to convert to BSV, even if it was a conventional fiat-based system. You could, but then our reward point, if you will, and you know the philosophy we had that once you earn a reward point it should never expire, it would have been harder to monitor and do. You could still do that with normal digital technology, mm. but it's just a cinch with blockchain. Because once you've done it and you actually have that cryptocurrency, well it's never going to expire, it's always there. Uh, and the exchange rate, mm -hmm. will that be the one that is there at the moment that I decide to convert my REM loyalty money into BSV. It is, and it's global. So just like all of the other cryptocurrencies, it's there. We also have a stable coin in the mix there, the WSD. So at the end of the day, our consumers can also kind of manage their own risk if they want to. You could just opt out, get into your stable coin. You always got a US dollar there for your reward point. So the smarter, smarter consumers who've got the opportunistic ones, whatever you want to call it, every now and again will hop in and out. Um, and buy when they feel that the REMs are at a pretty good translation point. Right, so, yeah. so I, in fact I'm looking for the value of BSV to go down because <laughs> that would be my optimum point to convert into it, I guess. So let's take one of our clients, for example, which is Rent Perks. So um, they reward people for renting. Um, if renters uh, pay on time, if they release within the group, if they get a good inspection report, they get rewards. Rent Perks buys those rewards from REM loyalty and they reward their renters, the clients. They also reward landlords, but that's a bit more complicated. So if you've got, for example, a really good run on BSV and you know you can pay your rent in BSV and BSV's gone up 20, 30, 40%, well, at that point, um, you've got strength. And if the rent's been stable, that's when you would actually jump in the platform. You'd make all your rent payments. You're gonna get more reward points again, so you'll even be earning REM after that transaction. And you've effectively paid for something that you were going to pay for anyway, which is your rent. Right, so my, my landlord would accept BSV? We do, the, well, we do the translation internally. So for that particular example, uh, we use the white wallet, and right. the white wallet also has a hedging relationship, and it converts at a very efficient rate into six different currencies, including Canadian, US dollar, Euro, GBP, and I forget what the other two are. So we take care of that. That's why it's important to have a stable coin in our mix as well. A lot of landlords, um, and the more sophisticated ones want to understand what's the financial risk on their side. How do we manage it? Well, we do that through the stablecoin and the hedging relationship that the white company has, and that's the white wallet part of our whole environment. 
It's a complicated setup, really, isn't it? Well, it doesn't, it's not for the user, though. No. I mean, either you're asking these questions yeah, and yeah, trying to no, explain how, how it works, because right, you're yeah. interested. Yeah. But from the user's perspective, like if you're a business, um, we hook up to you any of three different ways. You can mm. just do a simple QR code if you don't have a CRM, or we can integrate right into your CRM, or we can issue rewards just off an email. It depends on your level of sophistication as a, as a business. Um, and then the rest of the stuff in terms of how you get paid, we take care of all that in the background. I mean, our prerogative is to make sure um, that settlement happens quickly. Because one of our other clients is a travel agency. We have every hotel and every airline in the world available on our platform for people to use their REM and book flights and holidays. There's no gaps on taxes, there's no surcharges, and you can take full advantage of any market rate on any day. So it's a really good way to use reward points to book your flight and travel. Now in that particular case, you have a total 10 minute window, not our rules, rules of the industry. You've got 10 minutes to book your flight, otherwise the seat's going somewhere else. So we've got to be fast. All this other stuff, it happens in the background. Right. I mean, I think what, what this makes me think is that the ways in which the, the sort of crypto world uh, cross over, crosses over into conventional business and finance mm -hmm. are becoming ever more sort of fluid. Mm -hmm. And the issue of, oh, we've got cryptocurrency involved in here and paying rents and stuff is becoming almost an everyday thing rather than some sort of amazing big deal. Would you sort of say, is that the direction we're moving in? I want it to go there. Um, I want it to be more about um, that, the, yeah, we don't have to make a big deal of it. It's just another transaction. Why I was really excited and still am about being in this industry is just the efficiency. I mean, no one likes to swipe their card and lose four or five percent, and it happens to us all the time. You've mm. travelled here from England, right? If you, you know, dare go to an ATM and take out some CAD, well, good luck to you, right? Mm. And you think, well, how on earth can you charge me that much money? Yeah. You know, so we all want that efficiency, and if that's BSV or if it's Bitcoin or Ethel or RAM or whatever it is, that's what we've got to drive. And I think merchants are used to doing business in a certain way, so we've got to fit that model. Um, and yeah, we've, less noise about what we're using is probably a good thing. Like we've discussed the how it works today, but in in a quick world where people just want transactions, it's probably less of that and just hey, this is how easy this is. Mm. This is what the UX looks like, and and then just get onto the benefits, which is you know if you want a rewards program, here's ours compared to some others, rather than telling them that it's built on blockchain. They don't care. And how, how big is your business and how long has it been around? We've been around for two years. So we started in 2017. Um, in that time, what happened was we did what we call a simplification project. So early last year, we paid our developers to take our apps and unblockchain them. Um, so what, what I mean by that is we, we have clients that are built on blockchain and you know, they're rewarding their customers. We also have clients that have never heard of blockchain and they don't care, they just want a good rewards program. So their customers were coming back and saying, we don't understand what you mean by download a wallet. What's a wallet? Well, the first time I heard that, I thought, oh my God, of course. But that's a term we use in the industry. Why would a normal consumer care? What, a, what, what do you mean, what a wallet? Um, and there was a lot more than that. Long string characters copied here and there and so on. None of that can happen. It's gotta be fast and really simple. So cold eye review, we did that. Um, so that took us a little while, but that didn't stop in business. We have eight large commercial clients in various parts of the world. We're also about to, and just received an MOU from Japan with one of their larger banks, 
uh, we've got deals in place with MasterCard and Visa. So in 104 countries, we can already convert at any point in time up to 1,000 US dollars from REM into cash uh, at a 1% conversion rate. And then you load it on your car and you can spend it anywhere in the world you want. Um, so we've done a lot of that. Um, and we count our customers, uh, our total customer number of users are, are, are our clients base. So some of them are, are, are pretty big, but it's over 100,000 already. And in order to go forward with this, do you want to be able to address the public or your potential end users directly, or will they learn about REM through the people that are offering it? It's a good question. It's a bit of both, but it's actually primarily through the people offering it. Our primary responsibility is to make sure that we run efficient and good marketplace with lots of redemption opportunities and honour all of the promises. We're not in it to really promote ourselves. What we tend to do, and even if you go to our site, is you'll see the brands of the clients that we've got there. They then want to in turn advertise that they've got a rewards program and here's what you can get. Funnily enough, even when they're advertising, they don't sort of self-promote. They go straight to the brands we've signed up. And well, we've got we've got everything from Nike to Whole Foods to Tim's to Starbucks, uh, every airline in the world, every hotel in the world. So you know, what retailer or what service provider isn't going to want to say, you can get all of these brands at the most efficient prices in the world and convert your points to cash whenever you want. Mm. That's what they talk about. But have you ever been tempted to sort of raise a massive amount of money and then have ads everywhere like MasterCard or whatever? Yeah, I know, I do know what you mean. And I'd be foolish to say we hadn't. There was a time, and I think, you know, in terms of the peak in, in crypto and so on, where we were thinking, we'll do an ICO or, or something along those lines. We're 100% self-funded. We've never raised a penny from any public member, um, which we're all very, very proud of. And we're revenue positive. We became revenue positive in our first year. Uh, and made a small profit, so um, we're doing okay. At this point, um, most of the way we grow, because we're business to business, is through business development people and relationships with generally larger companies. We could pay 10000 a week on Google Ads and it would do nothing. Mm. I can promise you, right? Um, and, and that's with smart Google Analytics yeah. people, really. Well, in a way, you're lucky because other people are doing the work for you. Yeah, exactly right. So we kind of know which people are prone to loyalty programs and where they're at, and, and we approach them over time and we make ourselves known. Word of mouth will help more than anything. Um, and as consumers want that program or they talk about it, that then gets back to ultimately what will be our clients. So we're doing okay. We've, you know, we've started, we're plotting along. Um, there won't be any big promotions, which all sounds rather dull and boring. <laughs> but um, that's, it, it's, it's just the way it is. Well, <laughs> it sounds like it's going brilliantly, actually. <laughs> so, thank you very much indeed, Seth. Yeah, well, um, there's always room for improvement. But yes, it's been fun, and it still is, and it's been great, uh, been great sitting here with you. And well, good luck for the future. Thanks very much. Thanks very much to Zed. Next week's podcast will be the first I recorded at the recent CoinGeek conference in Seoul, South Korea. Not sure who will be up first yet, but please join me next week to find out. Thanks for listening. From me, Charles Miller, goodbye for now.